We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Silence in the room right now, but your words still keep me up. Don't know why I let this burn when I shouldn't give a fuck. The more I try to let you go, the more I still think of you. No wonder I just can't get over my insomnia. my guy judah holiday mr east coast living now in florida hey <laughs> how are you judah i'm doing great thanks for having me perfect uh that's insomnia everyone um is that on your new blackout ep uh no that's a new single that i just released today which uh came out uh we released blackout two weeks ago and uh we're just like in this pattern of constantly releasing, you know, music and trying to keep that, that energy up. You're doing well. It's very, um, EDM. That's what you're going for. I take it. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of just, uh, I wrote it with uh, a guy named JT Roach, who is a, uh, who's on a lot of EDM tracks and Kevin Rudolph produced it. You know, when we write, we don't, um, we don't really like say we want to do this style or whatever. It's kind of whatever feels natural. So I guess, you know, the drop is a little EDM ish, if you will, but it's just whatever comes out, we release. And, and, you know, there's some tracks that are just, you know, acoustic or, um, some are a little bit more up tempo like this. Did you ever see yourself heading into this direction when you started playing drums at the age of seven and then writing your first song at the age of 14? Um, you know, I knew that like, I always wanted to pursue music. It's just that it was very difficult to 
to like raise awareness, like when I was in school and, and, and all these different things. So, so I never went out for school. Like I always, I, I went to college locally in New York and, um, I, I tried my best to just keep writing and, and keep pursuing what I love to do. And then when I moved to Miami, I got a little bit more involved on the production side, which opened me up to like realizing like earlier on releasing music independently and trying to, you know, gain a following. So I don't I, like, I, I, fe I feel like it's always been something that I've hoped for, but I probably always thought it was like a pipe dream a little bit until I got like a record contract and then it was quite real. You've got skill. I mean, your music, your songs, like everyone is really, really good. It's very succinct. Uh, it, your narrative is unquestionable. You, you get to know who you really are and it's very interesting. It has a little bit of like a Lil Peep vibe. Like it's like what I'm feeling. Cause there's, you're very eighties, nineties ish in your style and your, your energy, if I'm getting that right. Um, and it could be just that, you know, you're originally from the Bronx, you're an East coast guy. And we as East coast people are very, uh, very much in tune with, where we've come from and it seems to follow us in everything that we do. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had trouble with lyrics for a while. I, I collaborate a lot. I think one of the reasons my music is doing well is because of the people I collaborate with, just like any other job for me, at least when you collaborate, I just feel like it, things end up better. And I remember when I used to not collaborate and comparing it to like now, and it's just night and day. And I think that I owe a lot of that to my, you know, co-writers and producers. And, and, and that's really like how, how you could sort of like launch a career by not being afraid to work with others. Absolutely. And I, I've, for some reason, it seems like that's easy for you to do is to collaborate with other people and just, you know, to hold your own. I was, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I wrote for a very long time on my own. I was, I used to be like, I used to be afraid of writing with other people because I would get hung up on split sheets and who gets what until my manager one day just kind of was like, stop worrying about the wrong things, you know, like get the song right and then everything will fall into place. And once I just decided to, collaborate i can't not it's just so much it's easier it's like a load off of your chest you don't need to worry about doing everything and you could ask for help and it, it's just a very good way to to work on your craft do you find that you're not only learning but you teach at the same time with those who you work with i'm not like i'm not <laughs> I guess you could say my self-esteem is not as high as maybe like I'd like it to be one day, but I don't know. I mean, they, people say that I'm very good at melodies and, and I kind of believe that. So yeah, I assume that if I'm in a writing session with someone and they see, you know, how I derive inspiration, they might be able to get a pointer or two from me. Sure. What's been the number one learning lesson 
that you believe has shaped you to be who you are today? Just that um, things things really take a while to pan out, and and it, and it's important to to be able to be okay with not knowing what a result will be, and figuring out a way to work around that because. There's just a lot of unknowns in music and in work in general and jobs. And if you believe like in what you're doing and what you have to offer, whether it works out or not at a specific moment, you'll have the ability to continue knowing that that you'll be able to make something for yourself. So I believe that no matter what happens, you know, now or with my songs if they'll continue to do well or with the you know COVID-19 if it slows things down like this is all I've got this is what I want to do this is what I'm going to do and somehow I'll make it work so so that's really what I've learned to to believe in and own. Is insomnia something personal that you had experienced yeah, it's it's basically being so obsessed with someone that 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 you're just up all night thinking about them and wishing that you know you're with them and and I, I feel like a lot of us have and I try and write songs about situations I've had and yeah it's a lot of these songs are personal because that's really where I am able to speak most honestly based on experience and not I guess like theory or ideas so yeah it is insomnia by judah holiday on power 98.5 i shouldn't care where you are who you're talking to at a bar shouldn't mind if you're in the dress i bought you you said we should still be friends but you're still messing with my head 2 a.m. when you send a text, can I call? Silence in the room right now, but your words still keep me up. Don't know why I let this burn when I shouldn't give a fuck. The more I try to let you go, the more I still think of you. No wonder I just can't get over my insomnia.
still keep me up Don't know why I let this burn when I shouldn't give a fuck The more I try to let you go, the more I still think of you No wonder I just can't get over my insomnia <laughs> thanks man all right it's it's perfect because it's a cocktail drink song i can see myself group of people maybe after a fashion show an event or uh-huh. something sitting down chillaxing you know moving our feet having a glass of champagne vodka cranberry or even just once you're you know get that flow get that move that energy going uh start dancing so it's a good balance. It's a great sit-down song with some movement, and it's a great, okay, I'm ready to get up and move my ass. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do we have to look forward to next from you? Because uh, you've got a lot of songs that are really going to be you know, coming out and uh, shaking and moving. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm constantly writing and releasing. The, we don't have any plans right now for for touring yet because it's still a little bit too early to begin, you know, booking stuff and jumping on different legs of tours. But um, I'm I'm releasing a lot of music. I have more songs lined up, you know, to go out and. Um, you know, we, we're, we're trying to put out 30 songs in two years, um, and we're at 22 today, which is a lot in, in about 18 months. So um, I, I just think it's very important to, to, to keep a strong presence and, and, and not focus too much on whether or not the song is the best song. Like, nobody knows anything about what will work, what doesn't work. Like, it's just like it's all opinion based. And for me, I, um, I would, I just like to write, record and, and release it and, and, and do the same thing over and over again and, and keep just sending music out for people to hear and give me feedback and, and keep going. Cause that's all I do. That's what I do best. And people could look forward to a lot more music coming from me. And it works, honestly. And for you, the reason why I say that is because you're not standing in your way by over-focusing, over-worrying about the number scheme. You're doing what a music artist is to do in their best and at their best, and that's focusing on the content, the creativity, the spark, the lyrics, the layout. And across the board, and I want to give a shout-out to DJ Sandra, uh, because of her is how I end up finding you. And I'm so glad, especially with trusting her taste and what she looks for in people, especially music artists. And it says a lot. It really does about you. Thank you. Absolutely. I want to play Blackout. I really am into this song. You want to hear it? Sure, yeah. All right. Blackout. <laughs> 
by Judah Holiday. I've been on fire Cause I'm no fun when I'm watered down I can keep quiet But you can't tune me out when I come around If I don't feel you Maybe it's cause I've been going numb Need a new poison Doesn't matter where I might get it from I need to believe that you're still there for me Stay under control till I fall out. I don't know who I am when I black out. Say you still be close to me right now. You don't wanna see me when I I called you up wasted. Cause I can't deal with the weight of my guilt. I've been impatient. Even in sleep, no, I can't sit still. If this is you, but I really hope it is. Who what? is in the EP cover of Blackout wearing the panda hat or the panda face? <laughs> <laughs> well, just to be honest, it's not me. It isn't you. Um, no, it's a uh, just some. It's a photo that I connected with and, and manipulated it to make it sort of like you know. It's funny because I because my wife has a panda hat. Does she? Okay. Um, that could, I guess that could be taken in a, <laughs> in a weird way, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I like to use things that are, um, available to us that are free to use and, and, you know, give people credit. Um, I think that the, you know, the photographer of the, of the photo is somewhere on my site, but I just think that this whole thing is a collaborative process and, being able to 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 not do things on your own is uh is important because you're just able to to get a better result working with others and it's just easier that way with this and it's just a a thought something fun you know how with marshmallow how he's got his little helmet and everything and people are right like, it would be very interesting, and I know you can pull it off because you've you've got that UK type of style about you. 
<laughs> either having a mascot that's a panda wearing that head or you coming out once in a while putting that head on because something you can get away with it. You've got the personality, you've got the look, but I don't know. I just when I come and see one of your live shows once it can happen and, and things start opening back up, I want to see a panda head somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to just do that. Then. Seriously, I want to see a panda head. Um, I've been asking some music artists this lately because um, I'm on a huge vinyl kick. Um, got myself a vinyl player, uh, getting my vinyls, going back, Leonard Skinner, you know, Eagles, Queen, uh, just got in Elton John. I mean, uh, Tom Petty. Uh, are you going to have a vinyl? Because I want to. I really want a vinyl, and I want to purchase. Yeah, one. we are. We are thinking of uh, of printing vinyls. Yeah, we have spoken about that. Um, and it's just. I mean, it's not because everything is di- digital. It's not really like a huge priority for us right now, but. But we have spoken about printing some up. Is that a way maybe you can find a company where it's print on demand, where you send them whatever information or they work with your distribution company or producer, whoever, and those who put any order, then you can sort out? I mean, vinyl is very expensive to to make. And I don't know that the people that I've used in the past are called disc makers. They're, they're actually, I think they're based in New Jersey. Um, and you have to order like a certain amount, I think, but I don't really handle any of that stuff. So I'll, I'll definitely tell my manager that we got a request for some vinyl. So hopefully uh, he'll be able to push it through. Let him know I'm ready to buy one. (laughs) Seriously. There is something about playing a vinyl that's so different. And, you know, I could care less, you know, about when it comes to the expense, it's the investment. It's very different. Um, and I right. feel very much grateful to come from, you know, being Gen X coming from the generation I come from because we listen to music very differently. And I remember in the eighties, it was always about how can we make the sound quality even better than where it's at right now. But right. when you go back and really listen to the way albums were created and what was put into them in the details, you get so much more to be able to envelop and to be able to not just step into your world, but to be able to feel and embody your world through a record than being able to go on Spotify or iTunes and to be able to hear it through their own format and, um, you know, their own frequency, the frequency of a vinyl is unprecedented. Right. And it's also like what the artist imagined you would hear rather than going through another, like you said, chain of compression or whatever it is. It's a more um, intimate listening experience because it goes right from, you know, the mastering engineer onto the vinyl into your ears and not through some sort of like digitally mastered or compressed sort of algorithm mm-hmm. like it does on, on online. Is there anything that you would like to share Judah that is important in your life right now? 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I used to be addicted to Adderall and, um, I've been clean from that for, you know, a year and a half. I, I was in rehab for, for it. It was very hard for me to get off of it. And, um, I had a lot of difficulty, you know, a few years back. So, so I'm very happy now that, that I'm off of it and, and functioning, you know, perfectly fine. So, you know, uh, that that's really the highlight of my music career right now, right now, which is being able to put out great music and, um, I lost you for a moment. The last thing I heard you say, Judah, was you're very grateful to put out music. Without being on pills. And how long, how many years? Like 20 years. Wow. All through school. And yeah, I mean, I was, I was sort of like brought up to believe that I needed that in order to be okay. And in order to, you know, do well in school and just do well in life in general until it just got to a point where, where it was just way too, you know, intense and, and, and it made me very angry and, and sort of like not able to focus on anything. I was so scatterbrained. I couldn't have a conversation, but now, now things are just totally different for me and I'm able to, complete tasks and and put out music you know the right way and not have to worry about you know taking medicine stuff like that throughout your years did anyone come to you and say judah we're concerned or to question you know what are you what are you doing why are you going in this direction yeah, my parents, my manager, my wife, everybody always questioned it. And I was just afraid to give it up. So I would just blame the doctor and say, you know, this is what I'm prescribed. You need to learn to accept it. I understand like that you don't necessarily believe in, in people taking that, but it, it was just like a load of crap. It was It was just an excuse to try and get their approval to take more and not, and not be on my case. But a couple of years ago, like things essentially like spiraled out of control because I had just gotten signed and I was really worried that like, I, I, I wouldn't have the ability to maintain this level of writing if I wasn't high on something and I just began taking more than I was prescribed. And, um, and I essentially, you know, I took so much that like my, my, my kidneys started to slowly like shut down. Um, you know, I went to the hospital, then I went to rehab, but I'm, but I'm fine now. It was definitely a, a hard time, but luckily I got through it. Do you believe that you're in a position to trust yourself, love yourself enough to know that there will not be a relapse 
I mean, all addicts are sort of at risk of relapse. One of the things that I do is I am constantly talking about my feelings with my friends and my family and my wife. And, and the only way to prevent, you know, a relapse is by keeping your addiction and, and, and what you know is, is your problem in the forefront of your brain always because it's very easy for, you know, somebody who's addicted to, to get down on themselves and, and go right back. So I feel confident that I'm not going to relapse ever again, but you never know. You know, I did a few times, you know, before when I would try and stop, but, you know, it's been a, a year and a half now and, and I feel good about it. So, so yeah, I think that, I think that I'm doing well. And, and, and I plan to continue, you know, doing, doing well like this. When you look at yourself in a mirror, are you proud of who you see? Uh, maybe I'd like to see myself a couple pounds thinner, <laughs> <laughs> but overall, yeah, I mean, I, I made I made a, you know, a big change and um, I'm getting there. I'm getting there with my self-esteem. I've always, you know, been hard on myself, but I'm, I'm definitely not disgusted with myself anymore. And, you know, I'm working on appreciating the fact that I, I got through something hard and not everybody does. So, yeah. And is it fair to ask, with everything that you've accomplished, Judah, you haven't gone from the Adderall to something else. Like, like another addiction did not surface. Like you're on a path. Um, I'm assuming you're on a path yeah. to where you've, you've got the balance. There was no crutches or, or a crutch along the way. Right. Yeah. Like I, I didn't go from Adderall to heroin, <laughs> you know, but, but um, no, I'm, I'm just sort of like, trying to stay away from controlled substances like that. You know, there is no crutch right now. You know, I really don't drink at all other than, you know, a little wine once in a blue moon, but, but, but I'm, I'm trying to live like a, a very clean life from a med, from a medication perspective, um, from a food perspective, I'd say that I could definitely do better on my diet. You know, but you can't tackle everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta like prioritize things. And yeah, well, and here's the thing: you don't look in bad shape. You just you're in your thirties, right? So yep. the body's very different from when you're in your twenties. It and, is. Uh, you know, you're in Florida, so with the heat and humidity down there, you should be able to sweat out whatever you want to get rid of. I, I'm trying. It's just that that the uh, those uh, dollar menu items are just so appealing to me. They get me every time. <laughs> Where at, if I may ask? Uh, Burger King is my is my weak spot. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But you know, my wife's a, a dietitian, so. So I have to do it very carefully in the middle of the night when she's sleeping. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not really, but. 
so yeah but uh but overall i'm happy and and i'm glad that things sort of like panned out for me in a good way the way to think of it judah is always think about your health in a way where you're going to need to be stage ready every day and why would you need to be stage ready well when you're posting photos videos, shout outs, even, even to get ready for live performances, people really don't know what's going to happen. And when I say that every country's different, anything you're in a position and I'm, I'm going to say this very, very much with what I believe is legitimacy. Anything and everything as you are aware of, we all know can change within a nanosecond. Right. You never know if someone from the, if the UK has got this pandemic can get it in order. They start opening up. If somebody in Asia, uh, Canada, you can get a phone call. Your management can get a phone call, an email, whatever, to book you tomorrow, right. December. And I'm going to say if and when you were like, oh, I'm craving that dollar menu. <laughs> if you're if you if you are or when you are Judah or doing it with responsibility, great. But in responsibility or if it's through craving, just remember, starting now, you're always going to need to be stage ready. True. And that should be enough of a goal set to know, man. You don't want to wait to somebody when they give you a phone call being like, we're ready to book you to holiday. No, well, uh, you're posting. You're posting great content on Instagram. That's stage ready. People are going to do one thing and one thing simply. They want to know how can they emulate you, relate to you, and be part of your world. And look and image, sound, inflection, feel, uh, what, whatever it is that your message is, that is what your fans, your supporters, your allies, your family and friends are looking for every single day, every time they get a notification, Judah Holiday just posted. Judah Holiday right. is live. Right. And I hope that's enough incentive to realize that you need to be ready now. You need to be ready every day. True. I I, I agree. I'm going to uh, take that into uh, account oh, Maybe I know you redu- will. and reduce my intake. Well, you're a serious person uh, uh, and an artist, and you're from the Northeast, and yep. you will because that's what's gotten you to where you are today. Yep, that's true. So I appreciate I, it. You are very welcome. And what I would like to know is what – would you like to do in this moment to give a shout out to? Um, I want to give a, a shout out to, uh, to my wife, I would say my parents and my management, especially with this uh, song playing, um, for staying by my side through like a really dark time. And and believing that that I could get through it because their belief 
that I could get through it helped propel me forward, which allowed me to believe in myself. That's really the most important to me. And, you know, to the people that listen to my songs and, and DM me and, and ask me questions, I think it's really cool how active people are. So I want to thank them too. And I want to thank you for loving yourself, respecting yourself, respecting the people that are in your life, Judah, to take what has been gifted to you and to be where you're at today. Your music is speaking to a lot of people. You're planting incredible seeds, such as a song, Insomnia, for generations to hear. This doesn't just begin and stop now this is infinite and your voice your message is going to always need to be heard and most importantly it's going to need to be ready and to be available when the time is right for those who are ready to hear it right thank you thank you judah holiday everyone live on air with Stephen cuoco on power 98.5 You've a time well spent Your socials and let's connect I've been on fire Cause I'm no fun when I'm watered down I can keep quiet But you can't tune me out when I come around If I don't feel you Maybe it's cause I've been going numb Need a new poison Doesn't matter where I might get it from I need to believe that it's still there for me and I need to believe that I'm playing for keeps I stay under I can't deal with the weight of my guilt I've been impatient Even in sleep, no, I can't sit still 